Good morning. Today's episode is all about technology. We are always asking ourselves how to get the kids off of the phones, off of the computers, the playstations, you know, all those things that they love. And actually, we are the ones that are, we as in adults, we are the ones that are always on our phones and really giving a bad example. So in this episode, I want to explore some ways that we could um, improve the quality time with our kids by getting off our phones. So if you enjoy the episode, make sure to take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, and tag me so I can share your comments on my stories. And also make sure to write a review on whatever platform you're using. Okay, so let's get right into it. Privacy concerns, cyberbullying, exposure to potentially harmful content, disinformation, predatory behaviors. These are just some of the things that um, surround uh, kids and the internet. And now that they literally have the world in their hands, I mean, they have internet in their hands, in their pockets, um, kids need to be a little bit more aware of how their internet use affects them and the people around them. In this video, I'll walk you through five questions to ask your kids to get them thinking and acting a little bit more responsibly when it comes to their online use and hopefully off their phones and off their computers a little more and more engaged in family life. So stick around. When the only access to the internet was a PC, it was a lot easier for parents to keep an eye on their kids' um, online behavior. All they had to do was place the PC in a neutral area like the living room or kitchen and voila, mixing your pasta sauce and keeping an eye on your kids. It was just really, really simple. But nowadays with um, internet, as I said, being so accessible, so immediate and, and literally in their pockets, in the kids' pockets, it's difficult for parents to um, be able to have such a watchful eye on what the kids are doing. This video isn't about who should be on the internet and who shouldn't. Um, it's not about what age your kids should be when they get their first smartphone or you know things like that because I think there are so many exceptions um, to the as, as there are rules um, that I don't want to get into that and besides Safer Internet Day is literally right around the corner it's um, February 11th the Safer Internet Day, for those that, uh, who don't know what it is, is organized by the Joint InSafe InHope Network of European Safer Internet Centers with the support of the European Commission. This is from the Better Internet for Kids website, which I will link below because it's got a myriad of information. It aims to promote a responsible, respectful, critical and creative use of digital technologies, especially among children and young people, and to call on all stakeholders to play their part in creating a better internet. So as I said, it's a really cool website where you can find loads of information and guidelines um, for, you know, correct and proper internet use. Uh, it's just it's just got so much stuff. But I don't really want to go down that path. That's why I'm leaving you the link. I want to talk about something completely different. It's about getting your kids to really stop and think about what they're doing when they're online, um, who they're doing it with or to, um, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, etc. So I'm going to walk you through some questions to ask those kids because sometimes kids act impulsively without really considering the consequences of what they do. So hopefully these questions will not only um, prepare your kids for their internet use, but also just open up loads of conversations um, for you to have with them and touch up on important topics such as internet safety and help them realize just how important it is to stay connected in person. So ready? Let's crack on. The first thing the kids have to do is a life check. They have to ask themselves, how is this improving my life? 
What would my life be like without a mobile or a computer? Challenge your kids to imagining a world that is internet free. Like all of us, kids are social creatures and they go online to get social. Only they're not really getting social. They're becoming more and more isolated. So let's try to imagine a world that is really more sociable. Um, without the internet, information would be looked up in books, maybe sitting around a table with a group of friends helping each other out with homework. Um, of course there's going to be some chatting going on. We've all been there. Um, remember when you'd tell your mom, I'm going over to so-and-so's house uh, to work on homework. Half the time you chat away, but that was fine. We were actually being social um, and interacting with other people. Um, offer that for your kids. Movies would not be spent staring into a screen, either a phone or a tablet, but sitting with friends or family on the sofa enjoying some popcorn. Um, problems wouldn't be expressed through messages with emojis um, to show your feelings, but they would be told in person. Um, maybe having an ice cream or, or a coffee in a cafe or a walk through the park. Things that seem so obvious a lot of times for today's kids aren't simply because kids are so used to connecting through social media. The next question they need to ask is what am I missing out on? And this kind of connects to the previous one. Um, but ask your kids to sit down with pen and paper and write out a list of these things. And I say pen and paper not because I'm old school, although I must admit that as the years go on and I'm, I'm more used to you know using my fingers for typing, um, writing actually becomes kind of difficult. So if that happens to you, click like, because I know that happens to a lot of people. Um, but anyways, we are so used to not writing that when we do sit down to write, maybe we, we're slower at it. We have to um, concentrate just that much more to hold the pen properly. Um, it might be all of these things, but writing down something with pen and paper engraves it in our mind a lot more than simply typing. Another thing kids need to do is assess their skills. They need to ask themselves, what am I learning and how would I learn this without the internet? Um, I teach English and my method, English is Fun, is all about developing kids' natural learning skills. And you would be amazed at how many kids today, and I'm talking teenagers, um, are not able to um, use a dictionary. They're so used to looking words up with Google Translate or, or online you know, apps or websites that they've lost their ability to alphabetize. And the same for calculation, the reasoning behind the calculating, you know, you should learn how to do this. They often answer you with, well, you know, I, all I need to do is put in the numbers and I get the answer. I mean, who cares how I get there? And the less they are um, critical of the process, uh, the more they're going to fall into that, well, I don't understand it, hole. And the deeper you get into that hole, the more difficult it is to get out. Another thing kids have to do is assess their posts. Uh, think, do I, do I really want this to go online? Do I want it to be seen? Do I want it to be seen in 10 years time? Um, children and, and teenagers as well, they don't understand the finality of um, their, the stuff that they post online. They think, oh, you know, I can modify it, I can delete it, and they think they're doing these things, but actually they're not. What goes online stays online uh, for good. And what might seem like a really cool idea now might not be so cool in 10 years time. And I know, I know you're going to hit me with comments like, 
you know, kids think the future is so far away that it's, you know, not even worth dealing with. Uh, and this is your opportunity, uh, parents and educators, this is your opportunity to talk to those kids about the future, not as something that's on the timeline, but as something that's on the bucket list. But what do you really want to be? What do you want to become? What do you want to do? All of these types of questions about the future to make the future not sound like such a faraway place, because actually it's not. The future is simply an accumulation of the tiny steps that we take today. And if kids could see that, then maybe thinking about the future is not going to be about time, but it's going to be about today and the things that I'm doing today that are going to get me to the things that I'm doing tomorrow. One question they cannot ignore is what consequences does my post have on me and on the people around me? Um, can my post be hurting someone or getting someone into trouble? Cyberbullying is really all around us and it's all too familiar. All we have to do is turn on the telly or, or read a newspaper and sometimes the bullying is, is crystal clear, but other times it's not so clear. Uh, oftentimes kids get caught up in online conversations um, on social media or in chats and one comment leads to another which leads to another and although taken one by one it might not be that big of a deal sometimes but put together they become an escalation um, and oftentimes they become either a bad joke that goes incredibly wrong or a good intention that takes the wobbly road and ends up really really hurting someone and kids have to see that they have to see um, and ask themselves, would, would I say this in person? I think the internet is great and that even very small kids can use it with adult supervision. But as they get older, they will inevitably use the internet as they wish and wherever they wish. And so I believe a mindful approach to how they're using it will lead to more responsible use. These kids may be taller than us, but we have to remember that they're still kids. And because they're still kids, they're bound to make a mistake or two. So it's very important that we still keep our eyes open, uh, try to monitor their internet use as much as possible. It's not gonna be that easy, I realize that. Um, but more than our eyes, I think it's also important to keep our ears open in the sense that if we listen to them um, without judgment, without freaking out, when they come to us with their fears or questions or doubts um, or things that they've found online that they're not really, you know, don't, don't really feel good about, if we just listen with no judgment and help them find solutions, they will be much more willing to come back to us um, when, when they need help because they know that they can rely on us. The minute we start freaking out, it's as if we close a door to all future communication and we don't wanna do that. I hope this was helpful and that these five questions have given your kids a new perspective um, about their online activity and also given you an opportunity to speak to your kids about things that perhaps you haven't done so in the past. Okay, I guess that wraps it up. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me. Bye.